0: Welcome to the e-commerce podcast with Matt Edmondson, a show that brings you regular interviews, tips and tools for building your business online. Well, hello and welcome to the e-commerce podcast with me, your host, Matt. Edmondson. It is great that you could join us. It's great that you're here. Now, whether you are just starting out or if you're, you know, like me and have been around a while, uh, my goal is to help you grow your e-commerce and digital businesses. Every week I get to talk to amazing people from the world of digital, from the world of e-commerce, and I get to ask them all kinds of questions about what they know and how it's going to help us develop our own online businesses. I kind of try and have the conversation that you would have with them if you got to sit down with them, you know, for a coffee or something like that. I'm really keen that we dig into their story and learn the principles that can help us start and grow our own online businesses, you know, and adapt, especially in the crazy world in which we live, right? So if you enjoy the show, if you enjoy this episode, I would appreciate it if you uh. Or watching the live stream, if you just give us a like or a share, um, subscribe on YouTube or Facebook, or if you're listening to the audio podcast, obviously, you know, do that whole rating thing. That would be amazing. And tell your friends about it too, right? Now, today, we are asking the question, how can bots, right? These bots, how can they help us grow our e-commerce business? And I am really, really looking forward to this, right? Bots, Chatbots. Oh, yes. I mean, doesn't that sound a bit kind of, well, I don't know, a bit technical, a bit kind of AI. You know, maybe even a bit mystical, a bit of the black art, as they say. Well, this is your chance to find out everything you need to know about chatbots and decide whether they're going to be right for you and your own online business. Uh, ManyChat is a great platform for all things bot, and their head of content, uh, content <laughs> their head of content. You know, when you record these live, you can't go back and change things. But their head of content, Farah Rosenzweig, is going to join us uh, on the e-commerce. Podcast to talk about how we can successfully use the bots to tie content uh, campaigns together and how to drive more engagement and sales. Like I say, this is just, I'm looking forward to this one. And here's another really cool fact about Farah that I really want to get into this. I read it in her bio, right? Her love for storytelling has earned her an Emmy Award. This is a first for our show. We have an Emmy Award winner, I guess you would say, on the show. So if you are watching uh, on the live stream, please feel free. uh, Please feel free. So I've lost my ability to talk tonight. I've no idea what's going on. But please feel free to throw your questions into the comments. Grab your notebooks. You are definitely going to want to take notes uh, as we get into this. But if you can't, if you're listening to this in the car or at work or whatever, you will be pleased to know that all of the notes from today's show will be available on our website. Just head on over to ecommercepodcast.net forward slash 57 to download them. They are free and they are going to be uh, there, you know, pretty quickly for you. Now, without further ado, Farah, how are we doing?
1: That was quite the intro, and I'm super happy to be here (laughs) and talk everything bots and e-commerce with you.
0: And Uh, It's great that you could join us. Really appreciate you being here and taking the time out of your schedule. You are dialing in from a rainy San Francisco, uh, is what you told me earlier. Is that right? right?
1: Yeah, it's uh finally raining here, so that's great. <laughs> but uh it's not sunny California today. It's oh, okay. uh, it's uh, cloudy and rain.
0: <laughs> I see, I like that when you say it's finally raining here. This is my daily occurrence <laughs> in life. Um and it's it's always strange to hear people say, "Oh, yes, it's raining finally." Well, done. it's like, oh, okay, does it not do that on a regular basis? It's funny what you get used to, isn't it?
1: yeah yeah no here it's uh drought. so you know yay we get rain hopefully the drought goes away <laughs> we're used to sunshine but, Funny how um, that
0: works. yeah how that works. <laughs> hey listen now we said in the intro and i want to get into this straight away you have an emmy award is that correct
1: i i do i i have an emmy <laughs> you found out about it um yeah, I I got it. Beginning of my career, I worked on a documentary and um was fortunate enough to have a, a great topic to dive into and work with an excellent team that we put together, this incredible story about an athlete and um you know, it, we worked hard and we and it showed and we received a really prestigious award that I'm very proud of. Oh, so wow. So do you actually have it yeah. on the
0: mantelpiece at home?
1: It's it's sitting next to my desk at home. I'm not at home today, but yeah, I have it next to me, and it's always a nice reminder of the hard work, the hard work you put in. You can, you know, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: it it pays off in some way. So, That's amazing. Yeah. And so,
0: when people come around to your house, do they actually think it's real? <laughs> or do you like?
1: Well, they 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 go. Is, what's that? Like, we didn't know you had an Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then it's usually, you know, they grab it and do the thank you speech. You know, I want to thank so-and-so. So, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. Uh, people joke that like, you should, you know, carry it around with you everywhere you go <laughs> or put it in the wow. bathroom. So people can just like take pictures with it <laughs> or in the bathroom.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, that's amazing. So, I mean I, I I'm curious did did you do the whole award ceremony thing the posh dress I mean how, was that all glitz and glamour
1: <laughs> Yeah yeah I I forget I know I had I think it was the year I've been nominated for a few other programs that I worked on um I think one year I can't remember if that was the year where I wore like my my junior prom dress or something it was sitting in my mom's (laughs) closet i needed a dress (laughs) so she shipped it out to me i still fit in i was like i only wore it once why not so i think that was weird. uh but yeah you wear a gown got dolled up um had some nice had some nice cocktails drinks it was great so it was a nice evening and it was nice to celebrate with other people um, who are in the industry doing storytelling um, and all specs, like it, all types of um, mm. content that people are creating. So it's nice to be part of that community. Well,
0: that's, I mean, that's amazing. I guess, are you bored talking about this now? Is this one of those things that everybody <laughs> asks you about? And you're just like, oh, can, we just, can we just move on?
1: <laughs> well, you know, you do your homework because I, I don't really talk about it much. So when people... Uh, say, oh, I see that you have an Emmy Award. It's like, oh, you did your due diligence in your research. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could take so... the credit for that, but
0: it's the team. I really can't <laughs> take the credit for that. Um but no that's amazing. I mean congratulations. That's a heck of a thing, right? Thank you. And so, you. Yes. so have you always had this fascination then with storytelling?
1: Yeah, I have. Um I guess, you know, my mom always told me, you're a great writer, you know how to tell stories, and I didn't really believe that until later on. Um, I went to college, studied um, studied the industry, film, television, theater, new media, um, so I knew I wanted to do something with storytelling. Um, I didn't know exactly what that was. I thought it would be living the Hollywood L.A. lifestyle, um, you know, being in the movie scene. I spent like two months in LA working on projects. I was like, this is not for me. <laughs> um, but I always knew I wanted to do something with storytelling for sure. So um, it started at a very young age. I was always writing. Um, and then in in college I studied it and it's just ricocheted and, or Domo effect into where I am today um, being in, in the cool tech space and creating awesome stories there. So it's been a whirlwind, but I enjoy it a lot. And mm-hmm. there's always any topic, there's a story to find in any topic. So uh, yeah, it's exciting.
0: <laughs> so you say that you say that any, any topic, there's a story to find, how do you go about doing that? I mean, we'll tie this back into e-commerce at some point, but I I mean, there are some general principles here. I feel like are important to investigate. How do you, how do you go about doing that in in terms of finding the story?
1: Just curiosity, Mm -hmm. asking questions, you know, um, I I, I tell people, you know, you can give me a fork and there's going to be a story in that fork, like the metal it's made of, or who made the fork, Uh, is what country did it come from or even the history of a fork Um, and and then once you start asking those questions then you go down that rabbit hole and you find more topics more questions and curiosity so it's just asking the, the the basic questions that we all learn at a very young age the who what when where why and add that how in there Um, so when you find, you start asking those questions and you start getting really interesting information from that, then that's when you pull out more. That's when you start pulling out that story and Mm -hmm. you're like, Oh, that's cool. So I'm going to go down that rabbit hole and I'm going to repeat those questions again and try to find more information, more fun facts. Mm -hmm. And eventually you have this huge story that is beyond just the surface level you know just it's more than a fork that you eat a salad with it's something completely different and maybe that story eventually turns into the material made or the the woman who's in the factory putting stuff in a shipping box and then there's your story you know so it just uh it all depends but it just that curiosity of writing the story and then letting your imagination kind of go with that
0: too. Well, wow, and this is great because for me, um, you know, with, uh, I'm going to tie this in nicely with e-commerce now for those that are tuning in and thinking, is this a storytelling podcast or is this an e-commerce podcast? Um, I've found over the years, one of the best things that you can do when it comes to your site um, and the, one of the best ways that you can differentiate your website, certainly differentiate your products, differentiate your company, is how you tell your story right, and how you tell the story of that product in a way that engages the customer in a way that they care about, right? Not in a way that, you know, you care about necessarily, but in a way that engages the customer. Um, and some of the best e-commerce websites I've ever seen have got great stories and they're telling stories mm-hmm. really well behind them. Uh, and so this is why I'm intrigued by it because it, it just fascinates me, this whole topic of storytelling. And the fact that I have an Emmy Award winning storyteller on the show, I wasn't I I wasn't going to let that one go. Sorry. Um, So how did you get right from uh, that night at the Oscars uh, to head of content at ManyChat? I mean, (laughs) and and give me the abridged version. It's just kind of like, how did that happen?
1: Yeah, you know, it was just as I mentioned before, I realized I didn't want to be in Hollywood like. I didn't want to, I wanted to maintain a lifestyle of, I want to afford the roof over my head and be able to have food in my fridge and pay rent and, and be able to provide for a good life. So I realized maybe being in the film industry was not for me because the first handful of years you you're making crap and you're going to have to work a handful of jobs just to get Mm by. Um, And I, when I, so when I started in my career, it was before social media, digital Mm -hmm. media took off and I saw a trend that there's something there and I need to learn that space because I can take my craft and then put it onto a digital platform. Mm -hmm. And so I just tried to understand the digital world, went back to school, studied it and um, it's opened up so many doors, not only for myself, but for other creators. You have Netflix and Amazon now. People can make shows, even on YouTube. Mm-hmm. People can make stories and be able to share their story without going through all these production companies and getting denied and all that stuff. So um, I went down that that path that there's something in the digital space and Um, a a door was open for me to be in the wellness space as well and creating content. And I was like, oh, this is a cool career path. I get to work for a really neat tech company talking about fitness and, and, um, healthy living and, and then also doing storytelling. Mm -hmm. And I get to meet really cool athletes, um, like Olympian runners that Olympic runners, um, doing interviews with them. And I was like, "There's no way I would have been able to do this if I, you know, went down the original path idea I had." So that's what started me in this direction. And I love the tech space. Mm-hmm. I love um, being around people that are very innovative. And so my career has just kept me going in this you know, on this path. And so um, that's yeah. where I'm in where I'm at now. It's pretty. I I, I want to say it's pretty cool. I've, yeah. I've met some really neat <laughs> people. Um, I get to take different stories from different companies and help them share that to the world. And then at the end of the, and at the same time, um, help other people just figure out how do I craft a story? How do I do this? So it's neat. And then I'm also learning different technologies and stuff. I don't think I would have ever been able to learn all this tech stuff if I stayed with my original idea of, I'm going to work on a movie set.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you never know. I mean, you never know. You
1: never know. (laughs) It's
0: intriguing. So what, so you're now the head of content at ManyChat. Um, Mm
1: -hmm. And for
0: those that aren't familiar with ManyChat, um, just give us a brief explanation of what ManyChat is.
1: Sure. So ManyChat is a chat marketing platform that helps. What we're doing is we're helping business owners create conversations with their audiences through automation. So it's um, really just instantly connecting with someone and then engaging and creating it in an automated way Mm -hmm. so that the business owner can still go on and run their business without being bogged down by answering emails or anything like that. So Mm -hmm. we're trying to humanize the bot so that a shopper feels like they're actually getting that true shopping experience in a digital, uh, in a digital widget Mm -hmm. type thing. So, yeah.
0: And your role there at ManyChat is your head of content, right? So what, what do you do specifically for, for ManyChat? Or do you not know yet? I mean, are we still figuring that out? No,
1: we, we get to tell stories. Um, we, uh, provide. All the great content, um, articles, videos, imagery, um, the, just the, what is the many chat story? And we mm-hmm. provide that out to the world. So one of my favorite parts about, um, the job is that I get to meet our customers and learn about their success stories mm-hmm. and then interview them and find the inspiration that, you know, from their story, um, And then I get to share that story with the world. And that's, and we do it in different, you know, blog articles, or we do it in um, like on live Facebook, live chat, fireside chats. Um, We also do it in different videos too. So it's neat. One, one person, um, one of my favorite stories is there was a woman who she was this brilliant scientist kind of, we joke with her. You're like, Oh, you're a mad scientist, but she, had this very prestigious um, career where she was in a lab doing all of this science research and um, all that stuff. And then just one day, she was like, I was sick of it. I was working six days a week, not with my family. And I wanted to change. So she f- was trying to find something to do. She found like digital ads and the- eventually found ManyChat. And she said that that was the end of it. She didn't have to be in the lab anymore. Mm-hmm. She, She said she wrote her um, boss a sympathy card and said, like, thank you, I'm out. Like, that's the end of her (laughs) type thing. And it was like to to help them grieve with the loss of her. And uh, (laughs) she parted ways. She started her own agency and she's been, you know, she took off. She runs her own business now and um, helps other people, helps her clients mm-hmm. have successful businesses by building bots. And I think like, that is so cool. You, you took your own career in your hands. Mm-hmm. Now you have the flexibility to spend time with your family. And here's this woman that was this brilliant scientist and she just was done with it. And she wanted to have run her own business and, um, have, you know, have a better work life mm-hmm. balance. So, um, like those type of stories are really
0: Inspirational yeah, really to interesting. me. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. reminds me a little bit. It's a slight sidetrack here, but it reminds me a little bit of one of the ladies that works in our team. There's a lady called Jen, right? Um, and Jen uh, works for us uh, in the in the company. And one of the things that I've discovered over the years for it is um, when I need to hire people, if it's a part time role, mums um, who are returning back to work, you know, they've taken a few years out of the workforce, they've had a few kids, they're now looking to get back into work. These are the most mm-hmm amazing people to hire, right? If anyone's looking for people to hire, go and find yourself a mum who's wanting to get back to work, right? There's a whole bunch of reasons why I think they're amazing, um, but they're just amazing. And so Jen starts working for us and um, she's starting to do a little bit of marketing and so on and so forth. Anyway, one day I'm, uh, you know, one of the products that we sell on one of our websites is beauty products. And I'm, I, I can't remember how, how it happened. I just remember watching Jen, or listening to Jen being able to pronounce the ingredients on the back of the skincare bottle, right? This is not normal human behavior. If you've ever Another read them, hard yeah, 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 you've got it. I can't pronounce those things, right? And so Jen's like, this is whatever this is. And I'm like, how are you doing that? Anyway, it turns out Jen has a PhD in biochemistry or something like that, and she's like one of the cleverest people on the planet. And here she is, you know, in, in our office doing amazing things. And you kind of like this is totally cool. And you know, uh, she's still part of the team. And uh, yeah, I, the, the mad scientist—that was very much Jen, uh, and still is uh, in a lot of respects. So this lady um, that you're talking about, she quits her job as a scientist. She sets up an agency doing um, chatbots for people and then you get to interview (laughs) and find out her story right um which i just think is a fantastic job i mean i I can see why you like it i can see why you're smiling um what are some of the things then that if we're going to emulate the success of using chatbots right so let's get into chatbots a little bit i guess what are some of the ladies uh, what are some of the lessons the mad science lady has learned right? If I can put it that way, what are some of the things that we need to appropriate for our business? I guess, where do we start?
1: Right. So she, you know, her story was meant to help people get the inspiration to start their their business. And so she gave us advice to all of our agency experts or those even thinking about starting their own business or Um, even for like e-commerce people, um, owners who are starting out, it's what do you need to do? And she said, you just have to test things out. She said that like her first customer or client, excuse me, was, um, I I believe a Mexican restaurant. She was like, I'll just do digital ads for free, for you for free. Like, I just need to test things out. Mm -hmm. And it's just to really believe in yourself. Her Mm -hmm. advice was believe in yourself test things out and know that the bots are going to make your work your world a lot easier because it's going to work for you eventually so that's um those were the the main key takeaways that she shared with us to let others know and for like e-commerce owners that are starting their business she's she just is like her advice was just just do it because mm-hmm. you have so many other things on your plate that why not use a bot it's not it's It's more affordable mm-hmm. than maybe hiring someone on your team to answer emails or customer service calls or mm-hmm. anything like that um so everything's automated, and most of the time when you're starting a business out, you don't have the funding to do. Everything you you can't hire ten people to help you run the business. So why not use the tools that can help you be effective? And so that was her big takeaway to to those that are trying to figure out: Do I use a, a bot? Do I not? How do I start my business? Yeah. Um. So she was like, just just go out there and try it. Um. Put like a few dollars in your ads and watch the leads come in. Mm-hmm. And watch your business grow. <laughs> I
0: yeah. was like, it seems like a simple formula. <laughs> seems like a, a really sensible formula, actually. Um, and yeah. there's a lot of wisdom in that. Just jump in, have a go. I, I think you're, because what you're starting out there, actually is with the assumption that bots are good. Um, it's almost like mm-hmm. a t-shirt slogan, isn't it? Bots are good. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, the technology has been around for a while. There's a lot of success stories out there online. So you know that this technology can work, I guess the, the challenge then is let's just get started and how do we implement this, you know, for our own business. So, right. um, so to be clear then a bot, as you're talking about, it is an automation in messaging to your customer. So a customer is going to contact you via email or maybe via, um, a Facebook messenger or, uh, you know, all the other methods via uh, SMS or whatever. Um, and you're using technology to automate that response, at least initially to solve probably 90% of the problems, 90% of the questions. And then um, they're going to use the way I think many chat works is it kind of uses interaction to drill down to what it is that you need. Um, Have I, have I Correct. understood that right?
1: Yeah, pretty much. It's, um, you know, people come in, let's say a messenger, you're, you get that conversation going and you, you as the business owner should know, the top 10 questions, common questions that are getting asked. And usually it's maybe like, what, um, what are your hours? Or I need customer support help or tracking my shipment, you know, mm-hmm. just common questions. And you set those keywords up. Um, and the, the cool part is, is with our product, you're creating that, that sentence. It's not just a generic, we're not providing the generic sentence or a statement. You get to write it. So if you are if you like to talk with emojis or if you like to talk with slang and like exclamation marks and however your voice is, mm-hmm. you're creating that in this. But essentially, it, it's just automated. So you're not having to answer the same question 20 times because it'll get old very quickly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, um so this process then of automating communication, um uh, this was actually going to be my next voice is how do you get it to stop sounding like a robot, right? So, how do I how do I stop um how do I not hack off the customer who is contacting me through that system going, "Oh, well, this is an automated system. They don't care about me." A bit like, you know, um the phone systems, "Press 1 if you want to talk. Press 2." Press three if this is really annoying yeah, zero, you. you know? Zero zero zero. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk to a human. Um, that's that kind of thing, right? Um, how do I how do I make sure that with our bots we're not creating that same sense of um, well hacking off the client, really? Yeah. So you know
1: what sets us apart is that you're creating that conversation. So. You do have to do a little bit of work before. So instead of saying hello, you can say hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. Or uh, hey, I'm Matt. I'm in the UK today. It's 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 actually sunny. You know, you or you could say where are you from? You know, you can create whatever conversation starter you want, mm-hmm. and then from there, the conversation keeps going. You can offer them buttons or just based off of the. The, their answer, if you set up your keywords, that will trigger the response. Mm-hmm. So, probably like a lot of stuff's going over your head right now, but <laughs> it's very humanized because you're creating the script. So, we're part of my job to, in the content world is to help our users feel comfortable mm-hmm. creating that script and that copy. So, it's we just say, create your conversation like you're talking to someone, one of your friends on the mm-hmm. phone. And so you're not robotic. You're not very stiff um, saying, hello, how are you? It's, mm-hmm. hey, how's it going? Tell me about your day. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, we try to encourage people when they're setting up their conversations to have that voice and make it your own. Um, so a lot of people love putting in gifts and, and emojis. Mm-hmm. And we encourage it. We're all for it. Um I like grammar, but I tell people throw grammar out because that's not how you usually it's talk music with to a my hand. ears
0: for it. it's music to my ears <laughs> throw the grammar away just throw it away we don't need it.
1: Yeah, so you know you, maybe you maybe you have a couple typos in there but that's your brand and that's how you want to have the language totally cool. Um but that's what's going to make that's what going to make that conversation not feel like a bot it's going to feel very human like and you can let people know this is an automated conversation um at any time you want to talk to someone feel free to just say the word like human and we'll get you in touch with someone as soon as possible um so you just you just let them know but you you create a friendly conversation
0: Yeah, i think that's super important i mean i My, my impression is that most people know they're talking to a bot, right. When they're going through these kind of systems, they know people know. And so actually, yeah, which is fine. You know, it is what it is. And you, you've got to, like you say, I like that. Use your voice, use your tone and people are generally okay with that. You know, bring a bit of humor into it, tell a joke, play a video, do do whatever you want to do. That's your brand voice. I like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um. So you say there's a bit of work in setting up the bots. I suppose the work is figuring out what the questions are and then figuring out how you want to answer them in a way that makes sense for your customers, right?
1: Right. And it, it's so we provide
0: um, convert,
1: you know, ways to help you get started if you ever come into the product and you're like what do I do? We provide the templates and the resources to help you get started. But what I like to do when I'm creating my own bots and trying to figure out what I want to say it's like a script. I I go onto my word doc and I just, I write out the story first, you know, so it's, what is the topic? Someone's coming in, they want to buy shoes. Okay. So what is that story going to look like? They're going to click, get started, or they're going to say, hi, I need help or whatever that initial question is. And it's like, Hey, how's it going? Oh, I see you want some shoes, you know, think about, um, when at one point when we were allowed to go into stores, what does that person that what does the sales clerk say when you go into the store? Right, mm-hmm. so you can treat that you can kind of think about that experience when you're in person shopping, and those questions like, "Hi, how's it going? If there's anything you need help with, I'm over here. Just holler." So it's a similar experience, like, mm-hmm. "Hey, how's it going? Um, what what can I interest you in today?" And you can provide. Different photos and buttons saying, like, shopping for shoes, t shirts, whatever. And it's like, sure, no problem. Here you go. We have these, these, these. You, we have, you're able to have a catalog mm-hmm. so they can swipe through the photos. Um, but that's what I tell people when they're getting started just write it down, get a piece of paper, think about your experience, and write it down on a piece of paper. Then you can copy and paste it into mm-hmm. the template that's in our product. Um, but don't be scared. Don't yeah. don't let the boxes and the arrows and the dots like scare you. <laughs> well, this is actually gonna be my, yeah. Much. This was going to be my uh, next uh, question.
0: Is it is it pretty easy to set this up? Because you we use words like chatbots and bots and AI, and I I can understand why people are instantly going to go. I that's just beyond me. There's technology that I haven't got a clue about. Um, is this pretty straightforward? That anybody could do it you know do you have to be a mad crazy scientist to to be able to use you know chatbots that's that do you know what i mean
1: no i mean it is it's very easy to do you just can't be scared and you think about this is a new technology a new world for everyone but think about when email first came out we were like wait what Mm -hmm. how do i do email or when text messages first started on a phone we had to press like the one letter four times to get the letter we wanted or you know it it just takes some time to get used to that that new um technology and platform but if you if you're not scared to try anything out you're going to figure it out within an hour Mm. or less time and i mean you just click around play figure just you know type in your own messages you don't have to publish anything, but just like, Oh, I'm going to type this. I'm going to press this button, see what it goes. I'll press preview. I'll, you know, mm-hmm. let me just play around first. Um, because I think back, I think back when I first started email, I was like, what is this? People can get a letter from me instantly. This is weird. Oh, it's really cool, but really weird. You know? So mm-hmm. it's, it's the same thing. And everyone now, like you don't have email what's wrong with you um same thing or maybe with, like, what's right facebook.
0: with you i've, I've no idea <laughs>
1: <yet. laughs> now right when people <laughs> like, when people don't have social media and stuff you're like wow that's impressive um <laughs> yeah. but same thing with like facebook when at first launch people are like what's a status update mm-hmm. why, why do i need to tell people i'm eating a sandwich right now you know just everything is new but now everything is so second language to us when it comes to different technologies. So it's the same with a bot like, and don't let the word bot scare you. It's just think of it as like your concierge to help mm-hmm. other people uh, get what they need. So yeah. it's, um, I wouldn't be scared, just be open-minded to mm-hmm. testing out new technology and and not be scared of just creating different conversations in the platform. And probably like under an hour, you have like 20 different conversations going on. You know, like when I say different conversations, like different flows, you've created so many different scenarios at that point because you've played around with so many different things. Um, But it's it's really easy because it's not, there's no coding everything is color coded it's very pretty <laughs> so you're like it's oh, very pretty I that's one of your key it. sales points
0: right <laughs> it is very pretty with a little <laughs> check mark next to it on the website i like that that's great so it's um it's pretty straightforward then to get get up and running it's pretty straightforward to get going uh-huh. um but i guess the next question in my head is well okay well should i Right, I'm running an e-commerce business, or I'm starting an e-commerce business. Should I be really thinking about chatbots? I get the benefit in terms of automated communication, um, but I can hear in a lot of people's heads going, "It's just another thing that I've got to learn. I've got to understand. I'm too busy trying to get the business running, or we've just started, and we're you know." So what? What else is? Is what else should I be thinking about? Why? What? What else should I? What else is there to persuade me? If that makes sense. So this is a good idea.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So immediately I had like 20 different thoughts come through my head. Um, But my first question is, well, what does your time mean to you? Mm. Do you want to spend three, four hours in the evening time answering really easy questions like what time are you open Mm -hmm. or um, like just common questions like, where do I find my shipping information? Uh, you know, you get so many emails and when you're an own, a business owner, do you have the time? Do you want to spend the time answering these common questions or would you rather spend your time with your family or friends or, you know, whatever your hobby is? Mm -hmm. Um, or would you rather spend your time on another part of the business? Um, I'd I'd say 99% of the time people are going to say, yeah, I would, I, I dread doing these emails or, uh, it's the same thing over and over. Yeah. I would much rather spend the three hours with my family opposed to working, you know, like, so if, if time equals money, uh, and you could figure out a way to drive in money (laughs) while you're sleeping or spending time with your family doesn't that seem pretty awesome so that would be my first question Mm -hmm. is what does your time mean to you do you want to spend it doing these tedious tasks or do you want to spend it doing something else you know and if your answer is yes then well what do you have to lose Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know it will take you a little bit of time to set up this bot get you know once you log in and play around with stuff give yourself an hour to set some stuff up and you know, and then you'll be able to automate the questions that you have a huge list of emails with mm. my, my next question to the, if that doesn't persuade someone, okay, great. Um, how much does it cost you to bring, get someone, get a lead, you know, mm. or how much are you spending? Mm. Um, what's great about a bot is that you could spend a little bit of money say in Facebook ads offer a click to messenger link and it starts the conversation in Messenger. And there, there's an instant response. So it's not click a link, go to a form, fill out the form, wait a day or two because you have to spend a few hours every night going through those forms answering it, right? It's that person goes to the link, clicks the link, goes to the messenger, starts a conversation, what if they make that purchase right then and there for whatever? Or what if they schedule a, a, a consult for your services right then and there? That just saved you so much time, and you just um, drove in a sale, right? Mm-hmm. So, for me, that that's also the 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 time and cost, right? What are you yeah. what are no, you it's, losing? It's a,
0: it's a fair point. <laughs> I remember the um, the first time I ever heard of a bot or many chat. I. I I was, I think it's, I saw a Facebook ad. I clicked on it to go to the messenger. This was a few years ago. I can't remember, maybe five, six years ago okay. um, and clicked on it. And it felt like I was in a conversation with the guy running the Facebook page. Turns out he was using the ManyChat system. Um, and at the end of that conversation, just, you know, blah, 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 blah. I would bought his product. Right. And it was just <laughs> like, and I, and then I realized what I'd done. And I was like, wow. That's bloody clever, that, right? I mean, it's just <laughs> that that was genius to me. The fact that I could feel like I was having a conversation, that I could get my uh, questions answered. Uh, and before I'd finished the conversation, I'd bought his product. Mm-hmm. And it, was, it wasn't a cheap product, it was like a hundred bucks or something, you know, I can't remember the exact figure. Um, and it was really, really clever. Um, and I thought, well, yeah. you know, good on you. And I can see how. Um, yeah, I mean, you're hearing phrases a lot now in e-commerce, like quiz funnels. Do you know what I mean? In other words, we're trying to now build into the website interaction to help the customer feel like they've got some kind of say in what it is that they're doing, other than just clicking navigation links. Do you know what I mean? They're kind of engaging, um, in a Mm -hmm. different way. And I wonder. I mean, I don't know if you've thought about that. Maybe, maybe this is just me thinking off the off the plane somewhere, but um. It seems that every time you interact with one of these chat boxes, it's like a micro kind of nod, isn't it? What they call a micro nod. It's like, it's another engagement from me with your company, which just helps build the whole trust credibility thing.
1: Right. Yeah. It's just like, again, it's just keeping that whole conversation going. The whole point is you, well, you want to have the conversation, but you want to build that relationship and that trust. And if you're able to personalize it and, And you let them know, hey, this is a bot, but we're just speeding up things. You're building that trust right now. Mm -hmm. But if the customer is satisfied, they're getting their questions answered right away, or they're having this experience, a fun experience, like you mentioned, the quizzes and stuff, they're building that trust, and they're going to make a purchase. They're going to share it with people, and it's just going to come back to you with more sales. Mm -hmm. So I I think it's a a win-win. Yeah. I don't think anyone should be scared to engage with the bots mm-hmm. either. Like it's um, it's pretty fun to see these questions that the creators are coming up with to, and to, 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 entice you, to get you down this rabbit hole. Um, and eventually buy something. And if you're, if anyone's like me, half the time you're buying stuff that you didn't even anticipate to buy. It was just like, Oh, I was just going to ask for something else. And, oh, I didn't know. I bought three pairs of shoes. Whoops. Yeah, cool. <laughs> You're like the ideal Christmas.
0: I you know what's gonna be happening. People are listening to this show. If they're selling shoes on their e-commerce website, they're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm gonna reach out to Farrah. I'm gonna tell her what my website is, I'm gonna be like sending photos in. I'm gonna be like but check out I my shoes.
1: My, uh, shoes.
0: <laughs> you check this dress out for your next Emmy Award winning time, you know, you could use this one. Um, yeah, yeah, you're gonna be getting all kinds of spam emails now. Um, <laughs> so so I get that we can use bots for customer service, right? And I uh, and answering very straightforward emails. How would I go about integrating bots into e-commerce? Like how would I go about integrating them to help me sell products? What are some of the things that you've seen that actually are really quite, quite effective there? Yeah, so,
1: First of all, just starting a conversation. It's just, um, It doesn't have to necessarily be for customer service. Just being there to start the conversation with, hey, how's it going? Mm-hmm. That's like step number one, just getting someone into the door, learning about the brand, feeling comfortable, instant connection. So you can just start with that. Hey, how's it going? Maybe they don't make that purchase right then and there, but you could do a quick follow-up. Mm-hmm as long as you're within the facebook rule or messenger rules you do a follow-up and it's like hey just wanted to see how you're doing if you're interested still in this shirt or you know did you know we, we have an event a, a trunk show coming up um maybe you're interested we have this new designer showcasing some of their new stuff mm-hmm. so it's just like starting a conversation and engagement that way one of the one of um, I guess two things that I think is really neat about a bot is that a, if you're doing ads, you can do the click to messenger ads. So you're building leads very quickly and instantly because you invest a little bit of money into whatever ad uh, on Facebook ads or Instagram ads, um, really any type of ad, because then you could put a link into the, the call to action and it will drive them to the messenger mm-hmm. and. So then, all of a sudden, you start instantly a conversation. Oh, so you're interested in let's let's not use the example shoes, but oh, you're interested in an ebook. Cool. Um, before we get started, before I hand it over to you, can I just get your phone number and email just in case we get lost of connection or I want to continue the conversation elsewhere? They and that's you're you're capturing their lead information right then and there, and you're giving them the ebook. And it's like great do you mind if we follow up the conversation via text message or email or do you want to keep the message and messenger uh so you're giving the option to the user they're creating the it's like they're in control of how they want to have that conversation it's not lot. they're telling you i want to keep talking to you but i want to talk via text messaging or email or messenger or other chat applications when uh, once we we're able to work with them, so it's you're capturing the lead and not only having the conversation in messenger, but now you're getting their phone numbers so that you can text them. you know it's like, great, we can have a conversation via text message now. Do you mind if I text you about deals? Cool. great. you know, so you're just it's beyond the click to messenger hot lead. You're now having a conversation on multiple areas. So think about your any of your friends, you have their contact information in a few different ways. You can contact them on WhatsApp, Mm -hmm. Messenger, text message, email. Now this lead, you have all their information and and it it wasn't um you didn't have to give them a form to fill out. Mm -hmm. It's they literally in the click of two buttons gave it to you. Mm -hmm. And now you're like, great, let's have the conversation somewhere else if you're cool with that. And then you get them to opt in and um for compliance reasons, you need to get them to opt in. Um, uh, but then you have other opportunities and if anyone's like me, you get a lot of email and people are just kind of over getting deal of the day emails. So why not send them a text message, right? There, send a link in there. Hey, 15% off today. Cool. You <laughs> click the link. You have the link automatically with that 15% off deal and you make a purchase within five seconds um and it all you're able to nowadays integrate all of your product pages with um like stripe or paypal uh, shopify pay amazon pay google pay so really nowadays um the shopper doesn't even need to get their credit card out everything is integrated so you can do a lot of damage
0: <laughs> in under a, a few seconds. <laughs> yeah. you, you sound like you're talking from experience. Um so, <laughs> so, so you you mentioned something there about getting uh the, the text message and stuff. In my head, I'm thinking, well, if I did an ad, for example, which was an, um sending people to Messenger and I'm connecting with people via Messenger, am I as a company building my messenger list as as like I'm building an email list? um and are there any rules that i need to be aware of is it as simple as that like i I can go get a thousand people to subscribe to my messenger bot can i just contact those thousand people whenever i want to like i can on email
1: well you need to get them to opt in Mm -hmm. um there are some compliance rules so you should make sure whatever region you live in like us is different than eu and Mm -hmm. um so you do need to make sure that everything is compliant in whatever region that you're in. Um, but as long as you have them opt in and you have the option for them to opt out at any time, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. So I always say um, when you start the con- whatever message you send them, say like, if you don't want us to contact you, if you want to opt out, just say like, no thanks or whatever the keyword is mm-hmm. opt out. Um, anything, but you have that, uh, keyword in the message and give them that option. So it it builds trust, right? It's like the person knows, okay, if I ever want to exit this relationship that we just built, um, I can easily push up a button and say, no, thanks. Bye. And that's fine. No questions asked. So you're giving them the option Mm -hmm. and it's, it's building that trust Mm -hmm. because everyone wants to have an option to either stay in the conversation or stay or, exit the conversation um so it's really that easy but yeah you're essentially it is similar to building an email list collecting phone numbers you just have to you know not with with email we got used to uh, spamming is a harsh word but we just got used to sending emails really whenever we wanted as long as the person was opted in with um sms remember that this is in the palm of their hands most of the time. So you don't want to bombard them. Mm -hmm. Um, So really think about what type of conversation you want to have via SMS. And if it's, is that going to be like the last call message? Um, Maybe you sent them a messenger message, you sent them an email, now your last resort is text message, and maybe that's how you draw them back in. So you have to, You want to think strategically so you don't scare them and they're like, oh, it's this annoying person texting me again. I think we all have that person, a friend that sends 20 texts in a row and your phone just buzzes all the time. It gets Mm -hmm. annoying. So, you know, think through that. You don't want to annoy them and spam them, but it is an opportunity to have either a special deal or to capture them and bring them back in. Another cool thing, there is a company um, out here that uses text message for activity ideas. And so they captured my contact information and they said, um, they text me, I think it's like Thursdays. Hey, it's going to be a rainy weekend this weekend. Um, Press one if you want to have a day in. Press two if you want to still explore in the the rain. Press three for something else. so I could press one and then they send a whole itinerary of things that I can do indoors, like order takeout from this place. They're going to have a deal, use this coupon code, Um, new movies being released on Netflix this weekend and uh, try this cool recipe uh, for brownies. You know, so it's, you could, it's beyond just trying to make a sale. This company that sends these activities they're building a relationship. They're giving me value. And, um, and then usually like three weeks after they send me all the stuff and they're like, Oh, we have t-shirts, we have this, you know, then they do the upsell type mm-hmm. thing, but I've built a relationship with them that they're giving me so much stuff that I'm a value customer to them because I constantly am using their ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm using their coupon code. So they get a little bit of percentage if they send me to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So, um, when you can use that same experience in a messenger format, you know, in a Facebook messenger conversation, text message conversation, Um, we're in Instagram. We're working with Instagram right now in a, in a beta format. Um, So once that opens up, like our users will be able to do something very similar to that too. So it's, it's, I guess what I'm trying to say is there's a really, a lot of different unique ways besides customer service Mm -hmm. where you're building conversations, building that trust, you're giving them value and giving them a really neat experience.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Listen, Farah, I, I think I could go all night talking about this. I've got so many questions, (laughs) but I'm aware that maybe not everyone shares the same uh, willingness to, to go on about this. Um, how do people uh, connect with you? How do people reach with you if they want to get hold of you if they've got more questions because obviously I can't cover everything in the show but it, uh, you know people may want to know more. What's the best way to reach out to you?
1: Yeah, so all the goods. Um I'm on LinkedIn so you can contact me on LinkedIn. Um Instagram FJ Rose. contact uh manychat at manychathq on Instagram. Um manychat on Facebook. Um and those are the best ways to get in touch with
0: us, uh, you know, or chat with our bot. Also, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I I'm going to challenge the listeners of the show. If you're not, if you've never come across a bot or you're not quite sure, go to ManyChat and try their bot. Because surely, surely that's got to be a good example of what you can do with a bot, right? Somebody somewhere. Would have- put A little bit of time into that, um, but no, listen, uh, we'll put all of those links that you mentioned for it in the show notes. So if people want to reach out to you, they can do, of course. Um, uh, it's been an absolute treat to talk to you. Um, you've uh, sort of reignited my desire and uh questioning about bots. Uh, in fact, I had a conversation with um, with a, some guys yesterday that were talking to me about how do we get this kind of a um questionnaire thing they wanted on their website, you know, if you're this. And then ask him this question, then ask him this question. I'm like, well, yeah, you know, we can now solve this with a bot. And uh so I'm gonna <laughs> go talk to them about this. Uh I think it'd be very, very good. So listen, I genuinely appreciate it. Um we're glad you made it on. It's been thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyable. Oh,
1: thank you for having me. I enjoyed speaking with
0: you. Well, wow, thank you. That's very kind. I don't believe you for a minute, but thank you. <laughs> uh listen, uh let me just uh where's my here it is um so uh far thank you very much uh <laughs> really appreciate it and i, I we, we need to get you back on again at some point i'm, I'm there's a whole lot of storytelling questions i'm going to have for you uh there's no doubt yeah but, uh, <laughs> really appreciate it thank you so much wasn't Farah fantastic now here's the thing about all of this uh many chat is the company that Farah works for i was stoked to get her on the show because we have Um, like I think a number of listeners have we we have a many chat bot okay and our many chat bot is not doing what it should be doing I think it was one of those things that was set up a while ago and we just forgot about it right and then Farah's coming on the show where I'm like many chat how are we getting on with that oh okay we're not really doing a whole great deal uh with that and so I've kind of gone, yeah. Need to get that working properly because I'm like super inspired by some of the things that Forrest is saying, and I can see totally the benefits of it. So uh, that's going to be my conversation with the team tomorrow. If you are a regular to the show, you will hear me at the end of each podcast going, I'm going to talk to our team about this tomorrow. I've deliberately scheduled um, a team meeting the day after we do the podcast because of all the good stuff I get from the guests on the podcast. I just go to the, the team about it tomorrow. And go Right, guys, how do we implement this? Um, so we're gonna be reviewing our chat bots tomorrow. Uh, what about you? if you uh, want to get in touch with Farah, as I'm sure you do, like I said, all of the contact information will be in the show notes. Just head on over to ecommercepodcast.net forward slash uh, fifty seven and you can get all of those. My thanks again to Farah. I genuinely really enjoyed that show and i have I have so many more questions about storytelling. Uh, I'm gonna we're gonna get into the bots thing. I'm gonna have a few more questions about that so, um, is going to be sick of me very soon. I'm no doubt. You know what? It's my aim whenever we do these shows, whenever we get a guest, to find some real practical nuggets that can help you grow your online business. Uh, and for me, the thing that I've taken away is actually when you do these bots, do them in your voice. Do them in your voice. Don't hack off the customer. Don't be automated. You know, bland, beige, and boring. Just do them in your voice, how you would write them with the emojis and all that sort of stuff that fits with. You and your business, and just see what happens. Have a go. I mean, why not, right? Why not? So that's that's our plan tomorrow. Uh, if you enjoyed this show as much as I did, then uh, please head on over to iTunes or wherever you uh, listen to your podcast. Do rate it and do give us uh, a you know a thumbs up if you're watching it on Facebook, or a, a thumbs up if you're watching it on YouTube. It'd be great, and make sure you subscribe. Uh, it'd be great to connect with you uh, as we bring these weekly podcast to you uh, I was just about to say is we bring these weekly podcasts to you weekly as we bring these podcasts to you weekly uh, every week um, and uh, we hope you enjoy we I love the feedback actually I love the comments that we get back from you and we know so many of you guys enjoy what we're doing so thank you so much for being with us as i've said a couple of times and I said at the start of the show all of the notes links and transcript from today's show will be on our website ecommercepodcast.net forward slash 57s take you straight to the notes from today with far on episode 57 whilst you're there check out some of the back catalogue and some of the other episodes that we've done you never know there could be a whole bunch of amazing stuff for you to listen to uh, and uh, really enjoy so that's all from me thanks for listening uh it's been great to uh, connect with you great to talk to far have a safe week have a blessed week wherever you are and i'll be back again next thursday with some more guests all that said bye for now You've been listening to the e-commerce podcast with Matt Edmondson. Join us next time for more interviews, tips, and tools for building your business online.